Yo, yo, yo. Let's get it. Hop out the 16 passenger. This ain't no challenger. Yo, what's good? What's poppin'? Just getting this day started. Well, actually, I, I, my day's already been started. Um, shit, just crazy right now. Mid thirties, undefeated. Right now, uh, as I'm handling some things, I've passed by some um, some banks, and I'm like, man, I need to go. Well, I'm not gonna go in, but I need to put in an application. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and try to get some things done. And, uh, you know, dealing with this whole, all these situations going on, I'm like, man, I, I, to an extent, I'm not the saying I'm the best candidate. I really don't really get into the best and the worst and the good. And because like, the thing is, is like every, everybody brings, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, let's take the Chicago Bulls was like horse grant, you know, not essential. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm essential in this industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's not for people like me, then you're going to get who I call Chad. You know, you're going to get Chad. Uh, you're not going to get Chan. You're going to get Chad. And Chad does not give a flying you-know-what. Not at all. Not the least bit. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, Chad barely graduated from college. If graduated from college, entered the industry because he had, or or Sandy, whoever you want to call it, Chad or Sandy, you know, had $20,000 in credit card debt, another $89,000 in student loan debt, wanted to marry Sandy, you know, but Sandy was doing her thing. And if he didn't seem like he was doing something or she didn't seem like she was doing something, then they were going to lose their partner after college. Because, you know, everybody want to do the milestone. I mean, we all know there's two milestones if, if you're alive. There's birth and there's death. But then you know how a bunch of other people do the whole, like, milestone lifestyle. Like, I need to be here by this time, here by this time, here by this time. Shit, they be having forced babies. They're like, I want to have my baby, my first baby by this at 21, then I'm going to have my next baby by 22, you know what I'm saying, so factory babies, you know, um, so yeah, yeah, you get that person, they walk in the industry, and these people, they know the walk, they got the, the boat shoes that they bought from North, Nordstrom Rack in Annapolis, they got the, the khakis that, you know, don't even touch their ankles, you know what I'm saying, they got the tight polo tucked in their shirt with the belt. The short haircut that's clean and pristine. They go to the gym five times a week. Fuck. They're doing they're doing it. However, they do not give a crap about the industry. They have a lot of knowledge and a lot of book knowledge. They have a lot of um, book knowledge. Now they're trying to match it with experience. But what's the experience they didn't have? Unless they grew up. They, even if they would have said, let's just grow up poor, you know what I'm saying? But they don't have the experience of setting up a retirement, you know, working 30 years. I'm not saying I have that experience either, you know, but I've seen it. I've dealt with it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm more compassionate towards that mom who is 65, who worked as a maid, who made $8 an hour and saved up. Eight hundred thousand dollars, 
And, you know, now we have to prepare for age 60, 65 to 120. I always use 120. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just more compassionate about it compared to... See, so what's going to happen sometimes in the industry with these companies is these companies get phone calls. I don't know how it works all the way. These companies get phone calls from, let's say, I don't know. I don't know. Let's say Aruba. All right. Let's say Aruba has this new bond that they want to push out. Right. Aruba is trying to build uh, a resort or something. I don't know. Something for the state or something. And they're putting out all these bonds. They call, I don't know who they call, the, they call, you know, some, uh, some, you know, the, I don't know, what would it be? The brokerage firm of, I don't know, make up some name, you know, the brokerage firm of, I don't know, whatever it is. Um, just make, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, arbitrage. I don't know, the bank of, uh, bank of arbitrage or uh the investment firm of arbitrage and they call this firm up and they're like hey we got all these bonds you know what i'm saying and we're looking to get them issued you know what i'm saying so then this you know arbitrage you know brokerage firm calls their their team together and say hey listen we got all these aruba bonds and i don't even know how this conversation goes you know what I'm saying? Because what if, you know, what if I'm a salesman and I'm looking at this bond and I'm like, you know, this shit is backed by like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I don't know. Something that can be defaulted on. Like, you know, this shit is backed by like life insurance policies or something or, you know, or something that, you know, saying so you're like, yo, so if people don't die, then they're not going to be able to pay their debts or something. And then you got to go push it anyways. You know what I'm saying? So you got to go push it. Like, come on, like, come on, push those bonds, push those bonds, push those bonds. And if you have somebody like Chad or Sandy, they're going to sell you that bond no matter what. And then they're just going to go down the path. When you fill out your documents to open up with a lot of companies, uh, brokerage firms, banks, probably cell phone carriers, credit cards. Well, that's the bank. You know what I'm saying? You fill out the paperwork and what happens is. And there's a small section in there that essentially says you cannot take us to court, which is not the full thing. I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure if it exactly what it says, but essentially it says you cannot take us to court or at least you have to go down to arbitrage, not, not arbitrage, arbitration, um, the arbitration route at least first. So they they sell $19 million worth of bonds to all these people, which they're hoping that the bank, I don't know, of Aruba or the city of Aruba, state of Aruba is going to be able to cover them. Aruba ends up not being able to cover them. All the bondholders find out and say, whoa, we just found out that these bonds were backed by cannabis. And for some reason, there's a surplus in cannabis. Why aren't people smoking? You know, so... Then um, they're going to throw a lawsuit against all these brokerage firms. Now, these brokerage firms, what ends up happening? The same thing that happened to all these Johnson & Johnsons and Walmarts who put asbestos and baby powder and put fucking uh, uh, fentanyl 
and our Tylenol or whatever, they make $12 billion. And then how much they got to pay in fines? $1 billion. And how much jail time does anybody get? None. And if anybody gets any jail time, it's that red-headed woman who works for Rupert Murdoch who's going to eat the charge. <laughs> it's like, damn. Thank you, Cindy. You know? You know, so, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's just how the whole path goes down. Now, Chad is good. Chad is good. Why? Because he's going to get all this off of his record through expungement in the arbitration process. You know what I'm saying? The firm is going to back him. They, these places got great lawyers, great arbitrators, mediators, whatever they got. I don't know. I don't know this shit as a fact. But they're going to put a nice team together to say, hey, we got to keep Chad. Chad's bringing us in. $10 $10 million a month selling our products, our proprietary products. You know what I'm saying? It's all this, all this stuff goes on. That's why I'm looking at these companies. I'm like, man, y'all need somebody like me, man. I'm not going to bring in $10 million a year. I already know it. I don't know no millionaires. I, I probably know a couple millionaires. You know what I'm saying? If you put all my people together, we probably could come up with about $2 million. <laughs> you know, Maybe, I don't know, maybe a little bit more. Maybe a couple of my buddies got millions and they're not telling me. You know, but um, it's the mere fact that I'm going to develop portfolios. I'm going to develop strategies. Uh, I got to get into the uh, artificial intelligence world. I got to get better on my Excel. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to get better on these things. Um, Because then we can also bring in robo investing, where essentially we set the robot up. I know a lot of these brokers firms probably already got it. Just ask ask Ted and he got you. You know what I'm saying? Hey Ted, what what how do you think I should uh trade uh PDD? You know, you know, uh you should probably get a call and a put, you know, because the highest is two twelve and the lowest is like fifty dollars or twenty four dollars or some shit. Right now it's trading about ninety six dollars, ninety eight dollars. And, uh, you know, you just want to protect yourself on both sides because there's approximately a 95, 96% ratio of incline or decline or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Um, and we just give it to, we just give it to chat GBT, G, you know, whatever it is. Like, hey, do my trades for me. So we got to get into that. But also, you know, I got a little bit more compassion for people. You know what I'm saying? Because also, you know, I, I, I have kind of seen it before. Not specifically, but I kind of knew somebody who um, was that person who didn't make very much, saved up a bunch of money, and then got sick. You know what I'm saying? Now, let's just say, let's just say this person, uh, Chad, doesn't think about stuff like that. You know, this person could get sick. This person could have, you know, uh, legal issues come up. You know what I'm saying? They went to, I don't know, Aruba and got into a, a jet ski incident. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, they, they could um, they, they could have so much shit going on, you know. Uh, but if we're just simply concerned about which, you know, part of it is taking care of the organization, if that's our only concern, then it can really become an issue when this person now is wondering, how did I lose this amount of money? You know what I'm saying? Um, so quickly and what went on and what did you put me in? Another thing you got to understand about a lot of investors, a lot of investors, when they're opening up their portfolio, they're just getting excited to get trading. You know, now they figured it out. Oh, my gosh. How, why didn't I know this my whole life? Interest rates, uh, inflation. Uh, I, I see this company I like, PDD or whatever. 
you know, and I'm just ready to get investing. And they say, okay, well, what's your income? Uh, just put whatever, a million dollars. Well, what's your strategy? Uh, growth, of course. What's your risk tolerance? Uh, hi, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? What is it? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. You know, so they're just getting excited to trade. Just like yesterday, I was watching PDD, uh, didn't get a position in, but I literally was watching at 94 and then saw it jump up to like 98. And I'm sitting there like, damn, I was analyzing the trade. I think I just saw somebody with a MAGA hat on. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm joking. I'm joking. I think it was a Wisconsin hat or Maryland. I can't tell. Uh, but, um, um, and I'm not getting political or nothing. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, they get excited. Oh my gosh, I, I could have made 5% just yesterday. You know what I'm saying? And, um, and, and they get too excited they're, and their, their risk tolerance isn't high. You know, you know how much experience you have to have to have some true grit. You know what I'm saying? Like your risk tolerance isn't high. You, you, your, your objective isn't growth because as soon as the market goes down or COVID hits, what happens? What are they doing? Yo. Chad, we got to get out. We got to get out. No, no, this is not me. You said that. Oh, and if you hear anything about guarantees, please, if you hear anything about guarantees, I've seen it. I've seen it. Not not like all the way through, but I've seen it where people will guarantee against your losses. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. No, no. If you lose anything, I'll cover your losses. Run away. It, and that's not even that's not even ethical. It's not even legal. I don't think it's not even legal. Guaranteed anything uh, in the in the investment industry. Oh, oh, I got a guaranteed strategy. Ugh, run away. Just run away. Just look. I get it. You say, OK, because this is what a lot. Some investors will do. Investors that know about investing. They'll say, OK, I got this idiot who's going to guarantee me money. A lot of investors, I tell you, really don't want no return on their investment. You know, they uh, a lot of investors, as much as, one, it could be religious. What is it, usury? You know, they don't believe on making money off of their money. I'm not sure. Another thing is, a lot of people just want to protect the principal. A lot of people, when they're investing, they don't want any more income. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, I just sold a house. I made 100K on it. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to sell another piece of property. You know, a lot of people really, when they put their money in the market, really just want their principal. And if they can make a little bit on top, they'll take that. You know what I'm saying? The other people who are like, yo, I need to make $100,000 next year. They'll, yeah, no, no, not really. You know what I'm saying? Here, one second. I'm sorry. I got something coming up. I got it. Uh, I'm going to hit y'all right back. Um, thank y'all so much for stopping by. Kicking in with your with your mans, I appreciate it. I'm Chan Man. This is House of Barf.